This is an ultimate global podcast. Hello, and welcome to our special weekly podcast on trending international and social affairs. You're listening to Saurabh Kora and George Mavros from Sydney. So good evening to one and all, uh, to another exciting episode of Ultimate Global Podcast. Um, I think Dovidas is joining us today from another country. So we have been able to touch another country uh, in this podcast. So good to know that. Um, and we are discussing about this topic um, on making the best use of LinkedIn. So Dovidas is a business development representative at LinkedIn. It's a platform for providing professional consulting services to help people and businesses grow with the power of LinkedIn. We all understand the power of LinkedIn these days with almost every company and every person um, being there and they are trying to build their personal brand and also their company brand there. So I thought it's a good topic to discuss with someone who is who can be considered as an expert or at least working for a company uh, who, which is providing consulting services to others. So Dovidas, I would... I would ask you this first question as to how do you think people can build their brand on LinkedIn and how can they make the best use of it? Yes, thanks for the lovely introduction, first of all, and about LinkedIn. So mostly you, we are meeting 80% of people who like virtual. So imagine that like nowadays it's like, it's, it's, it's just, it's a perfect tool to use. You can see all the data there. You can see where, what are their experts there. So it's a perfect tool and just use it. Use it the same as TikTok, use it the same as Facebook or Instagram, just use it, but don't treat the same as, as, as other platforms. And there's like a point why you should, there's a point why, why there's a connect button, but instead of friend, but like on Facebook. So we have to build the relationships there. That's 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 the platform for relationships. And yeah, just be creative. Try try engage with others. Uh, create create content by yourself. As like the statistics is there that at the moment there is just one percent of all LinkedIn users that create content actively. What just one percent? So imagine that. What an opportunity you have to showcase yourself, showcase your personal brand. So yeah, just start just start by little. Don't try to do everything in the beginning. Test things, check what works for you, what, what doesn't work, and, and implement it. Start commenting on other other posts, on other people content. And and later on, after you're a bit like a bit more of an expert on this platform, start content by your, yourself. And what's important that you have to create an app habit here and do it fluent not fluently like consistently and be persistent engage go mess with messaging uh, create content and yeah make it consistently i think let's try to dig a bit deeper here uh dovidas um to mm-hmm. understand to understand it from a layman's point of view and a lot of people might be knowing about linkedin a lot of people might not be knowing about linkedin so when you say that uh, like TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, you need to be on LinkedIn. What do you mean by that? Um, you know, from a person who might not be so punctual on um, 
LinkedIn, and mm-hmm. some people some people don't post it that regularly, but still they get a um, lot of good referrals, a lot of good marketing. You know, the uh, people from George era don't even know about LinkedIn to that extent that the millennials or the Gen Z might be using it these days. So, how mm-hmm. would you say to those kind of people? Uh, how can they make use of LinkedIn? Yeah, so LinkedIn is mostly B2B platform. So not like Twitter or Facebook. It's it's more for B2B. And and yeah, like LinkedIn is the platform that you can see professionals mostly. And like, you know, on Facebook, there are like a lot of strange people. Let's, let's say it like that. Uh, on LinkedIn, it's the same, of course, but there is like, more of professionals so you can you can see like linkedin is the the number one platform for me for news i mean i read it every every day and i see all the information business related mostly information there so if you are business oriented person i think this platform is your go-to platform and you should be on on this platform yep i might also throw a question to george here uh because um George is also George is also working in uh, has having his own business called Etsy Consulting. Uh, he has got a big network beyond LinkedIn, so I don't think he he really needs LinkedIn to get referrals for his business or really get a lot of things. But would love to know, George, how are you using uh, LinkedIn, uh, and how do you think it has kind of changed the way the B two B marketing works as a whole? Um, so. <clears throat> My original entry into LinkedIn was out of curiosity and it was also to have a long-term market research that I can that I could vouch for the person that conducted the research because that person was me. I know what that person did. I know what that person didn't do. I know what that person has, has received from it and I know what that person has put into it. So, so my original intention was to be very selective in the people that I connect with um, and to build a network. uh, And I was aiming to get a 1,000 people in my network. I've now got more than a 1,000, but I think it's only about 1,500. I actually couldn't tell you how many I have. Um, To me, LinkedIn has never been a business generating um, strategy for me. Um, I've been very fortunate for probably more than 10 years now that better than 95% of my business either comes from referrals or comes from somebody hearing me talk somewhere or doing something somewhere and and then wanting to engage. So what I've found with LinkedIn is a whole lot of people that, that don't understand what our business etiquette's about. And so those are the people that would be terrible in face-to-face sales and marketing, and they're just terrible in online marketing. Um, if you don't understand the basics of sales and you don't understand the basics of marketing, be it Facebook, LinkedIn, or anything else, um, all it does is give you an opportunity to stuff up with a lot more people at the press of a button. Um, one of the things that I, I'm I'm still... I'm still not convinced and and I've yet to meet somebody that can actually give me hardcore evidence, and that is that LinkedIn has generated um, substantial dollars and substantial revenue. 
So maybe, David, uh, you're able to explain to me where I can find that information because I've not been able to find people. To, everybody tells me, oh, I've got 40,000 connections and I've got 20,000 likes and I've got 6,000 people saw this and 3,000 people did this and all that sort of stuff. But for as long as I've been in sales and marketing, if I go out and do 10 calls and I get one sale, that's a pretty bad day. Uh, if 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 somebody says spend $100,000 on advertising and I can't see the graph move, that's a pretty bad spend. And I'm, I'm yet to be convinced um, that, that LinkedIn has actually delivered other than validation and marketing of people. So I, I'm... Um, David, how, how long have you been doing this and, 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 and your company linked this? Um, how long have they been in this this area? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so LinkedIn started, like, we are now for three years in the market. And we started by social selling. And everything started by that. So, uh, like, you mentioned that LinkedIn doesn't generate for you leads, like, a lot. But for us, it's... I could say that 90% 90% of the of the our prospects leads are from LinkedIn and it's by our content because every employer employee in in, in LinkedIn is creating content daily almost weekly and we are generating like real real prospects by our like yeah so is that Davis, is that by people actually connecting to you or you reaching it like i have mm -hmm. i have five to ten people every week um contact me and say i'd like to connect with you because i think you're great i think you're fantastic um you're just brilliant oh my gosh i can do this and within three connections to me they then do you want to buy a house do you want to buy this do you want to buy that um so it um it, are you generating leads by people um working with your content and then contacting you or are you getting your leads and business by you using linkedin to reach out to people so i do talks i talk to 50 people mm -hmm. i i know i'm going to get between five and ten of those people will contact me at the end of my talk um that's not me going out to 50 people and saying do you want to buy a book yeah true so mostly Big, the, the, yeah, the biggest percent is going to us directly. Like we're not contacting them. And because we're creating content that is engaging, that is uh, that gives some value to them, we're giving about LinkedIn some value. And that, that's how, how, because we are like, they know that like it's marketing, you know, if, if we give value, they understand later on that like if they think we need some help with LinkedIn. So who do you think they will come to? They will come to us because they saw someday, like few few months ago, some post about us about LinkedIn, and they will come to us probably. So that's the point of personal brand. That's the point of brand awareness of the company, and and yeah. So as I said, like ninety percent of our leads come inbound, and let's say ten percent we are contacting them. So your postings and your um, um, content is that. Is that more 
um, marketing material or, or do you also do sales orientated posting and content? So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, so like we have a strategy that we have four posts that are uh, related with with more, as you say, marketing, or I would say more of giving value, like talking yep. about some 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 specific thing on LinkedIn, how to do that. And one one post is more of sales about our services. So for one rule. So that's that's how we use it. Four posts with, with marketing more and one post just like more with sales related. Yeah. I think, Dovidas, it will be great for you to tell us about this thing that you're saying that you post relevant content, you post engaging content. So what do you mean by that? You know, for me, engaging content can be posting a podcast once or twice a week. For George, engaging content can be, you know, posting about something about the students or maybe he's been in touch with a lot of mentorship uh, conclaves in Sydney. He want to post about that or he want to reshare something uh, which is trending in the market. What do you mean by an engaging post? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so first, first of all, you should like know your ICP and your potential customer who is, is that person. And you should think like what questions does he, ha he has, you know, what, what problems does he has and put it like through that problems and about that. And what I like also to do, I, I always in every most in, well, in most of my content, I put the question in the, in the end, like to engage more with them that they would comment and, and engagement. I'm talking more of, of commenting than, than liking because comments are, are, are more valuable than just just likes or, or so on and yeah as as you mentioned it should be like meaningful the content should be relevant also that's that's really important and and don't try to go viral it's not not like it's it's not the point to go viral and like you probably saw the crying ceo or something post like that and probably yeah. it's yeah probably it's it's i mean uh, it's that discussable. Must, that must have looked like such a great idea when he wrote it down on paper. Shame it blew up in his face when he. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's discussable, but but you should you should focus on delivering the content consistently and giving value to your audience. Yeah, I think so the way you are just on that I point, Davros. There's the old um, there's the old saying that that um, all advertising is good advertising. So how do how do you see the outcome of the crying guy? Um, do you see that it was okay? Well, he still generated. There's a whole lot of people reacted. Blah blah blah. Or do you see it that um, it did more harm to him than good? Mm. It's a good question. Actually, I wasn't super into it, you know, deep, like trying to figure out what was what was happening there and what's what's the point of that and so on. But I would say that it was more harmful for him than than it was more positive, you know, because of course he got some some positive feedbacks for sure. That's 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 for sure. But I saw a lot of negatives also. Mm -hmm. So. I, I, I probably I wouldn't like to dive down into this deeper, you know, but but there are two two points of that. So yeah, yeah. What do you think, George, about it? Um, 
I've, I've never I've never supported the the, the theory that all advertising is good advertising. To me, um, to su to suggest that oh, isn't it great? Um, half of Australia knows about me because they think I'm an idiot. So so you you've got plenty of people know you. They just all think you're an idiot. What's I I would much rather have one tenth of Australia know about me, but every one of them think I'm a good guy. Um, so. Um, I think for me, a lot of that sort of stuff, I question because as um, Sarab knows, I am, I am forever a, a strategist. Um, um, my, wife, my wife says I can't, I can't go and make a cup of coffee without a strategy. Um, um, and she's probably right, actually. Um, so to me, there's a lot of people that don't have a strategy in LinkedIn and so they see Sarab doing something. Oh, he got a lot of he got a lot of traction. I'll do that. Then they see me do something. They see you do something. They see twenty other people. So what you're actually looking at is this mishmash of of sales and marketing. There is no consistency. I mean, um, for all for all the abuse and for all the people, myself included, um, that think Donald Trump's is a, a raving lunatic. Um, he still managed to get a third of America um, to think he was a good guy. Um, and how did he do it? Well, he pretty well stayed on brand. He was just a lunatic all the way through. And if 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 that's what you're into, he's your man. So, um, yeah, the, if nothing else, we have to acknowledge he's been consistent, even though he may be erratic at times, but he's been consistent on this you know, crazy persona. True. Through. and like you always will have some haters so so yeah. i also yeah. feel Dovidas, that uh, since you are talking about linkedin in so much of detail i see in the coming one or two years we can have a specialist working in every company and that job title can be linkedin manager with that person is just managing linkedin for that company all throughout the week and the role of that person is just to post engaging content just to search on what is engaging content and then post it out. Do you think that LinkedIn manager specifically can be a post or it will still be a part of marketing or sales manager? Actually, the, there are now some LinkedIn managers. Like in, I know some in Lithuania that are working mostly with LinkedIn. Of course, they are a bit of, let's say, marketing managers, but 90, 80% of, of their work is with LinkedIn. So. We can call them LinkedIn managers, and for sure, I think in the future it's going to to be like it could be a role for new role, you know, because yeah, LinkedIn is growing. We have now more more than eight hundred eighty million active users on LinkedIn, and in all the world, and and yeah, like that's the number one place where you can do your brand awareness. Uh, employee branding is going going up every day and employee branding is really important here for 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 startups let's say and for companies so i think this this role could be future role and these linkedin experts could be really really important uh, what kind of post do you think dovidas uh, um, generally captures the audience attention attention because I saw that in your LinkedIn, you have got more than 5,000 followers. 
most of your recent posts that I saw had a very good engagement in terms of people who are liking or sharing your posts and people who are commenting on your posts. So I thought it would be a good question to ask you. Uh, what do you think should go in the post in the sense that some people say that just a short text should go in there or we should also fill it with some emojis, engaging emojis. Um, we should also post some sort of videos during the week. How would you describe mm -hmm. a good content for the post? Actually, there's no, no, you know, rule for good post, good content, because you have to find yourself what is good content for you. Uh, for example, I have a friend who posts just visuals, like, I mean, with text, but also all the time visuals. And most of the time it's his, his face there. So he's creating his brand awareness and, and he, you know, like people will easily remember him because every post that he posts is his face. So it is super easy to remember that person. Uh, in my case, I don't like to take a pictures and it's not my hobby, you know? So why I should do posts that, that are with, with uh, pictures. So like most, most of my posts are this text because I'm better at copywriting and that's, that's my skill, I would say. So it, you have to like find yourself the best, the best way how to create content, the best, you know, the best language that you can speak with the content. And if it's a video, it's okay. Not even like videos are not super, um, reach, like you, with video, it's, it's harder to get bigger reach on LinkedIn and but yeah, you have to find out yourself. And I like emojis. Of course, you shouldn't put a lot of emojis in, in one post. Uh, you know, the, the, the biggest part, the biggest mistake for creators, for, for starters, I would say are, is uh, that they put everything in, let's say one plain uh, text, you know, without pinpoints, without uh, spaces. And that's super hard to read. It's like, you know, I, because you have to attract person in just like, you have just three seconds, let's say, or you have to attract from the first sentence, the, the person to read. So make it easy to re read, readable and yeah, try to talk about that person. So that's the point, but you have to find yourself what is the perfect way for you to, 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 to create the content. And uh, for sure, I didn't get, you know, in the beginning, like, a lot of reach and a lot of engagement. So you have to be consistent and you have to be, yeah, consistent. The, the, the biggest part is to be, to show there every day. And to, if you want to create content on LinkedIn and get, get, get bigger reach every day. Yeah. Um, do you have any questions for uh, Dovidas, George? Um, not necessarily a question, but I, I, I would like to make a point on your earlier discussion about having somebody um, who is a LinkedIn specialist or a, uh, a LinkedIn expert. Um, and to me, you can change that to a social media or a digital media or an online media. One of the mistakes I've seen numbers of businesses make is that they'll bring somebody in who knows certainly knows all about LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter or this. And that person's responsibility is to then put us up on their internet and away you go. That is, that is no different to traditional business where I bring in a sales manager 
but I don't bother to tell the sales manager what, what my ethics are. I don't bother to tell the sales manager what, what our rules are. I don't bother to tell the sales manager what our mission statement is. And so he might be the greatest or she might be the greatest sales manager or marketing person or advertising person, but they're representing your company. So I think, I think uh, Sarab, you're probably right. That w this, this position will become more and more um, um, uh, common in years to come. Um, and the companies that will do best from it will be the companies that actually put out their message, not the message of some person whose, whose main interest is to get 24,000 likes or 16,000 clicks. You can. Uh, I, I have a. I have a contact that has over forty thousand connections um, on LinkedIn. Um, we have been involved in several um, online um, campaigns uh, where we've been doing a, a podcast or a or a Zoom um, seminar or whatever. Um, I send out ten emails and I bring in seven to ten people. The, the reason I don't get 10 all the time is because there is two or three of them that are busy. But whoever's available, I pick my email and I target my email and I bring in those people. We have never, ever, 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 ever had an event where that gentleman um, uh, has, ever, has ever brought in more than two people. So 42,000 connections, terrific. You, two people, what is that? What's, what's the value? So... I think companies need to understand um, what is it you're trying to achieve and LinkedIn is just another sales and marketing tool um, and if you don't get it right, you're not going to achieve it. Absolutely. And I think that's where the importance of a LinkedIn specialist or expert can come in because that person will solely be responsible to uh, give you results on LinkedIn and he's going to report to you or the marketing manager to give the results that he has produced over a, he or she has produced over a period of week, over a period of month that, okay, so I reached out to 20 people. This is what I reached out to. Uh, that's how I reached out to. And we have been able to build 100 quality connections in the last two weeks. But if as a salesperson or a marketing person, I'm doing that, I might not do that on a qualitative basis. As you just said, George, I might do it in a, on a quantitative basis sending it to 100 people, but having only one quality connection. So yeah. that can be the biggest mistake. But uh, before we end today's session, Govidas, I would definitely want to ask you one last question, which is uh, related to the overall concept of personal branding. Um, I feel that LinkedIn is now becoming a platform. Just I'm moving away from the content part now towards the personal brand. Overall, I think that LinkedIn is a great platform to build your personal brand. Um, recruiters also see your LinkedIn profile more than your resume. So if you can put good content uh, on your featured posts, uh, if you can get recommendations from the right people on your LinkedIn profile, people generally look at that as well. Um, if you have showcased your experiences on LinkedIn in the right manner uh, and also added the right skills, uh, people really refer and recommend you, isn't it? True, true, true. And... The point is that you shouldn't treat LinkedIn as your CV. It's it's the the most part of for students. Don't treat treat LinkedIn as your CV. Treat it as your 
personal landing page. That's that's my point. And it's I mean, you, you can do everything with LinkedIn. You can reach any person that you want, even the like decision makers on any company. So if you're trying to find the internship a job or something, just find out the like the decision makers on on some company. Try to check what companies you want to be in. Try to check what 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 are the you know what are the main main people that will be your your boss. Let's say like this and see if that that person is like really professional. And if you would like to work with him, just go to him and and contact him. So that's the power of personal brand. And if you will have optimized profile, if you have like some content that you create they will see that you're ambitious they will see that you're you're trying to find out something from this world you know trying to achieve something for sure they will talk with you and and yeah i mean as i'm saying like i had a friend that said uh, he doesn't know any other better platform that you could see people's data on i mean for even for salespeople, that's this amazing platform. You can see all the data about person. You can see all the information about person. And the biggest, biggest part, big, the best part is that they put all the information by themselves. So you're not dealing with privacy or not dealing with GDPR or something. And that's all their information. So you can, you know, if you have, have a call or something, you can start with a small talk and they will be happy and they will know that you you research something about the company, you research something about the person. And and yeah, that's really powerful. And I think LinkedIn is going to be number one platform for professionals. It is now and it's going to be uh, like far, far, far in the future. Also number one platform and, and number one platform for B2B business too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, David. So Rob, yep, may I just okay. ask, uh, David has just raised a yeah. point that uh, I don't want to go without uh, taking advantage of having somebody with this ability here. Um, so there's been a number of um, um, flames, um, um, outbreaks based on political uh, position and, and things like that. And I've had a number of people... Uh, couple of very good friends of mine who believe that um, all this po politics and that has no right to be on LinkedIn. Um, that's that all that sort of stuff is for Facebook, etc. And you shouldn't be you shouldn't be talking about your pol political views and that on on a platform like LinkedIn. For me, my LinkedIn has what I believe in. So it has, uh, it, I talk about the mentoring I do with students. I talk about the charity work that I do. I talk about my business stuff. Um, and one of the reasons I've kept it that way is because I've always seen LinkedIn for me as a validator, not a, not a, not a business generator, but they, oh, Sarab said to speak to George. Oh yeah, I like this guy or I don't like this guy. So I, they can qualify me by having a look at it. And, and and on that basis, I'm not afraid to to put my position as to where I stand um, with political views in that. Um, what's your take on that, Davidas? Um, I totally agree with you, George. And I think that's the platform, you know, where you can put your opinion on it. And 
of course, I haven't seen a lot of political, let's say, content on, on this platform because it's more business related. But I would agree with you. And I think that that's, that's not a bad place to put your opinion about maybe, you know, if you're like politicating a lot there, maybe that's not the best platform for you. But like once a month, twice a month, maybe it's not that bad. And who knows, maybe you'll get some support from, from your audience. And, and yeah, I, I would agree with you. Absolutely. Um, thank you so much, George. Thank you so much, Dovidas. Um, thank you. And I've been, I've been in touch with you now for three to four months. So this was long due. <laughs> I was thinking to invite you earlier in April or May, but finally, uh, we were able to set some mutual availability uh, this evening. Uh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I would also like to invite you to our first year anniversary on 30th of August. Uh, it's okay. almost at, this, at the same time for you. So I've sent you an email invite. I just saw that I haven't included you in the calendar invite. So I sent you an invite. Um, and I think I've also sent you an invite on LinkedIn event that we have created. So I hope to see you there uh, because you can meet some other lovely speakers that we have had in the last one year. It's a good chance for you to also to network uh, with other speakers. And we might tell something interesting, some surprises. Um, I don't think that will be a surprise for people outside Sydney, but yeah, for people in, in Sydney, there is a, definitely a surprise element, uh, which I'm going to tell on behalf of Ultimate Global Podcast. So stay tuned okay. for that. Okay, cool. Thank you for this podcast. It was lovely meeting you. This is an Ultimate Global Podcast. Hello, and welcome to our special weekly podcast on trending international and social affairs. You're listening to Saurabh Kora and George Mavros from Sydney.